This is the Drummer's Resource Podcast, session 519. And the quote of the day is, there is not one path. There's not even the right path. There's only your path. You're listening to the Drummer's Resource Podcast, home of in-depth interviews with the world's greatest drummers, music industry professionals, and thought leaders. Inspiration, education, and motivation for drumming, and beyond, and beyond, and beyond. Hey, yo, what's going on, everybody? Nick Ruffini here, episode 519 of the podcast. Thanks so much for being here. Just wrapped up a very long day. Uh, I was up at DW and LP doing some stuff for Revoice Media, and it's always cool to just go and and see all of the new drum gear and all the stuff that's happening up there and got to hang with some great musicians, and unfortunately, I miss Kurt Biscara. He was up there, and I and I texted them, and they were we just missed each other, but I did get to see Rich Redmond and Joey DeLeon and, and some other great musicians as well and just an all-around an all-around fun day and on the way up there I thought about this topic particularly that I want to talk about uh, today but quickly I want to let you know that we've been working with Music Pro Insurance for a while now, and Music Pro is a company that insures your gear, and you can insure up to $12,000 worth of gear for about $150 for the year, and they protect against everything, fire and theft and water damage, or if you lose it or anything like that, and I cannot recommend it enough. $12,000 worth of gear you can insure for like $150 a year. Just go to musicproinsurance.com. That's Music Pro Insurance. Insurance.com. Get a free quote. takes takes five minutes to get a quote and uh, get your gear and get your gear insured. Please. We see all these people on social media complaining about their stuff getting stolen or broken or lost or whatever. Just insure your gear. Musicproinsurance.com. Check them out. And other people you should check out is my friends Dream Symbols. They've been supporting this podcast for a very long time. They keep this free for you and keep the lights on here at Drummer's Resource. Check them out at dreamsymbols.com. If you want to get your hands on some amazing sounding symbols that are not going to break the bank, check them out. Do yourself the favor. Dreamsymbols.com. They're my boys. All right. Let's get into the topic. So, Again, uh, I was driving up to to DW, which is DW is about an hour from my house. It's up in Oxnard, California. I'm here in LA, and so I had some thinking time. And I was thinking about career paths. I was actually listening to a book, and I put the book on pause to really flesh out this idea. I was listening to Creative Calling by Chase Jarvis. If you haven't heard that book, or if you haven't read that book, or if you haven't heard about it, check it out. Uh, it's a book all about being a creative and how you can how you can grow your audience and how you can uh, monetize your your craft and all of that sort of stuff. It's called Creative Calling by Chase Jarvis, who I've had on this podcast and I've also had on my new podcast called Uncut, if you want to check that out. Uh, I just had him on two weeks ago. So anyway, that wasn't a plug or anything like that. It's just a really good book that I recommend you checking out, Creative Calling. So I was driving up. And I was thinking about the career paths of musicians and and particularly drummers. And I started to think, okay, well, there's so there's two main career paths that you can take. So you can be a band leader or you can be a sideman or a sidewoman, sidewoman. Uh, so le- I want to talk about the two, the differences between the two uh, and then talk about sort of the skill sets that are involved with each of those two. So let's start with the the most common one for drummers, which I think uh, is, I think it's the most common is the sideman. So I compare being a sideman as going and getting a job at a company, right? So it's like going to get a job for Target or going to get a job for DW Drums or whoever else. So 
let's think about what that entails. So someone is giving you a paycheck. So that means you're not working for yourself. You are playing the gig and someone is handing you money after the gig, well, or hopefully handing you money after the gig, right? Uh, you have less responsibility. And not that I'm saying you don't have any responsibility. I just think you have less responsibility if you're working for someone else. You have to learn the tunes. You have to be there on time. You have to be prepared. You have to be professional, all of that stuff. But you're not uh, You're not fully, like the buck doesn't stop with you. So you're not fully in charge of everything going on. So there's just a little bit less responsibility. Uh, you don't have to go out and find business. So you're, you know, if you're working for, if you're working for a company, then that's their job to go out and find the business. So you don't have to go and book gigs. You just wait for the phone ring, the phone to ring, but you also have less control. So you can't control where you play, who you play with, you know, any of that kind of stuff, uh, because the person who is hiring you is calling all the shots. And, and this is all the same if you're working for a company. And also if you are, if, if you went to go, if you wanted to go get a job, then there are certain things that you need. You need your skill set, right? So you have to have your resume. You have to have your experiences, your track record, et cetera. And you start at the bottom of the barrel. You get out of college and you get you know, a low, a low end job. And then you slowly work your way up, call it the corporate ladder. Uh, and so as you're starting to work your way up, you build your resume, you build your skills, you build experience. You're, you know, you're not going to get hired to be the the CEO of the company when you just got out of college. You're probably not going to be hired to be, you know, the music director for John Mayer when you have played seven gigs in your life. It's the same deal. So you have to build up that resume over time. And the same way if you're going to get a job is the same way that you should look at it if you are trying to go get a job and go get jobs in music and going to get gigs. And before before we get too deep into this, I want to make sure that when I say career, I mean whatever whatever your career looks like. So that could be full-time player, part-time player, weekend player, once a year player. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying there's two, you can approach uh, any type of career in two different ways, right? So, uh, if you're if you're on the sideman train, then you have to build up that skill set. So, what do you need to get hired as a sideman? So, you need to learn your styles. You need to meet different musicians. You need your time has to be down. You know, you have to have good time. You have to have good you know technique and feel and all of that kind of stuff. All the stuff that makes you a an attractive candidate. F- for the job. And the same exact way if you're going to get a job, you know, out of college or you're trying to move up the ladder a little bit, you got to make sure that you you've been developing the skills and you're learning new processes and you're learning new programs and you're, you know, you're learning how to better handle certain situations. It's the same thing if you're if you're a drummer. You got to do all the same kind of stuff. So you have to build up that you have to build up that resume over time and you keep moving up quote unquote the corporate ladder, right? However, however uh, it works in your world, let's just use that as a as a term. So that's the sideman aspect of it. Then the other side is the band leader. And I look at the band leader as the same as being an entrepreneur and being or starting your own business. So instead of saying, I'm going to go work for DW or I'm going to go work for Target, you're going to say, you know what? I'm going to go work for me. I'm going to start my own business. I'm going to hire my own people and I'm going to build this business the way that I want to. So the the difference between being a sideman and being a band leader is if you don't work, you don't eat, 
and you are in control of that work. So with a sideman, people are calling you for gigs. If you're the band leader, you got to go out and get those gigs. You have to be making the phone calls. You have to be setting up the meetings. You have to be hiring the the crew. You have to be hiring the people in the band. You have to. Be, so you have to handle all of that, right? So you have a lot more responsibility. Not only do you have to know the tunes, but you got to lead the band. You have to book the gigs. You have to handle the money. You got to handle the marketing. You got to handle the promotion. You got to handle this. You got to handle that. And that can be more or less depending on what level you're at. You know, I know, I know people who are booking tours. And I mean, in fact, I, in the first couple of years of my band, I booked all the tours. So I was doing the tour, the booking plus the songs, plus advancing the shows, plus this, plus that. And, and it's a lot, right? But you also have more control. So you're in control of where you play, who you play with, how often you play, how much money you make. All of that is in your hands, but it's a lot more work. And the other side of that, when we talked about the skill set that you need for a sideman, the, the skill set that you need for a band leader is actually a lot less than you need as a sideman because no one's checking. I mean, nobody checks your resume to get a gig, but no one's checking your quote unquote resume, right? So you can hire whoever you want and you can play whatever gigs you want. You can uh, you can just go out there and blaze your own trail. You don't have to have any experience. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to have done it before in the past. You haven't, you don't have to put your, your 10 years in of working under all of these other people. And all, if, I mean, I recommend that you do, but, uh, but you don't have to. So, and you, you know, you look at, there's, people who have no idea what they're doing in business and they're saying, oh, I'm just going to go start my own business. And then, you know, 10 years later, they have this huge successful business and people ask them how they did it. They say, I don't know. I just kind of learned as I went and we figured it out along the way. And that's being a band leader. And I've been on both sides of the coin and I've mostly been a band leader. Uh, every, you know, the big band that I was in, the Monacy that we toured around for years, uh, I was the the band, I owned that band with four other guys. So essentially I was the band leader and then I started my own project. And then I did the Sideman thing for a little bit as well. Didn't work with my personality because I am an entrepreneur. I'm a guy who goes out and I like to do my own thing. So the Sideman thing wasn't really for me, isn't really for me. Uh, but here's the thing. Just because it's not for me doesn't mean that it's not for you. One is not better than the other, and you can do both. I did both for a long time. I was, you know, playing in a band and that I owned and that I was managing and running, and I was getting hired for gigs too. So I think a lot of it comes down to your personality type. It also comes down to whether you want to be the person out there hustling for the gigs and, and creating your own, your own fortune, or you're letting someone else do that. And you're saying, you know what, I want somebody else to go get the gigs and I'll just, I just want to show up and play and do my thing. And that's what I do really well. And again, one is not better than the other. You can be a sideman, you can be the band leader, own, own the thing, or you can do a combination of both. And I, what I think happens a lot is a lot of people act like they want to be band leaders, but they should actually be a sideman. And a lot of people who are sidemen should actually re be a band leader. So ask yourself, like, what's important to you? How much time do you want to put into it? Do you care, you know, how much control you have? Or, you know, some people need all the control. Some people don't need any, and some people need somewhere in the middle. So figure out what works best for you and what you really want, like deep down inside, like, what do you really, really want? And then start working towards that. And you know, and I've talked about this before, like if you want more gigs, then start your own band and you can play as many gigs as you want. But 
I think I say that I I would say that naively before because I was like, oh, it's you know that that comes naturally to me. It may not come naturally to you, and that's totally cool. So do what works for you, and but I think that those are the two roads that you can take. And I'm not, you know, I'm not uh, telling most of you anything that you don't know, but I wanted to sort of break it down and look at this from an objective standpoint and then a way for you to look at your career and say, hmm, am I, am I moving towards being more of a sideman when I really want to be a band leader or vice versa? And again, I want to reiterate that when I say career, I don't mean full time. I don't mean, you know, that's all you do is play drums. I don't mean you play a hundred gigs a year. It doesn't matter. Your career can be, you play one gig a year and that's it. Or your, your career can be, you play one gig a day. It doesn't matter. When I say career, it's just, uh, what you're sort of like how you, how you play and what your frequency is. So, uh, the two pass do some, do some internal looking and see what you think is best for you. And I'm happy to answer any questions on both sides of this coin. I've done both sides of them extensively. And I think that, uh, once you figure that out and decide exactly what you want to do, the path becomes a lot clearer and you start to at least get that compass of the direction that you want to go. And then you can start actually moving in that direction. So if you have questions, hit me up. I'm at nick at drummersresource.com and I'm on all the socials and all that stuff. I'm pretty easy to find. And I hope you enjoyed that. And until the next podcast, keep drumming. Thank you so much for listening. Do me a favor. If you dig this podcast, leave a rating, leave a review. You can do it on iTunes and it's super easy and it takes about a minute to do. So I'd appreciate it. And I'll be talking to you soon. Peace. Peace.